Come on. Welcome to Dave and Mahoney. I have problems with teenagers walking across my lawn, and that is universal. I don't care what religion you are, what you believe or don't believe, don't walk on the damn grass. Yes. Dave and Mahoney. Jesus so walked across water, not lawns. <laughs> yes. All right. No. This is Dave and Mahoney. Hello, friends. Got some good news and some bad news to kick things off today. What would you like first there, Mahoney? Dave, why don't we start off today's show with some bad news? Yeah, some bad news. Americans need a lot of money to feel secure. So more than 70% of Americans say they're not financially secure, and roughly a quarter of those aren't confident in their finances say they'll likely never be, according to a new survey, which cool. is... Yeah, that's pretty encouraging, right? Yeah, everybody, do we at least have health care? No? Awesome. <laughs> well, you do, but it's not really that much of a benefit anymore because there's all of these co-pays and it's uh, really tricky po- to figure Are we still out. waiting four hours to get seen? Yeah, of course we are. <laughs> yeah, man, whoa, we're living the life, you know? <laughs> so listen to this number because I've, I've seen a lot of these studies over the years. And you think about like what people make as far as you know, high dollar earners, you know, whether it's a doctor or a lawyer, whatever it is, right? Mm-hmm. In a recent financial security uh, survey, Americans said on average they need roughly a salary of $233,000 a year, which is more than triple what the average worker made in 2021. That's way more than triple than what the average worker made. Yeah. So if Americans really want to feel both financially comfortable and rich, they would need to make around twice that amount, $483,000 on average. I had to come up with a budget the other day. So when you talk about, Dave, you're talking about, when you're saying three times that, that's three times the household average. It's right. ridiculous. Not yeah. the jokes aside, individual yes. average, the household right. average. So you're talking about a household average of around $70,000. Yeah. So you've got two people working in order to make but that a lot I of mean, times. Rent's up, mortgages are up. If you're trying to buy a house, even just putting money down on that, the rates are insane. Buying a car is insane. Everything right now, gas is crazy. I went to Whole Foods. It's the same cost at Whole Foods that it is at my normal Smiths and Kroger, Safeway, Albertsons, all of that. They are comparable to each other right now. How yeah. is that even but possible? I think that they're right, though. I mean, to think about that, to feel, quote unquote, secure. Yeah. Yeah. The Probably that 230 or the you know, 400 to feel wealthy. Yeah, that feels about right. Because so, if you slip, if feeling comfortable to me is that if something of an emergency were to happen, you would still be okay and not have to like, I mean, be in debt because of an emergency. Right. If you had somebody who needed to go into the hospital, you have money in your bank to be able to help that person who has a broken arm or you just fall oh. sick. And if not, then what else are your options? Then you have to go and buy like at food at the dollar store for the rest of your life because you're in debt or you do all the right things like literally i'm 41 years old you know save my money so shout out to the dollar store and had covid when i spent 10 days in the hospital that bill was well over a hundred thousand dollars would have wiped me out yeah you know you get a hundred thousand dollar medal you, know, you do all the right things I and mean, thankfully you know they didn't hit me with that but because you had that, insurance, but I mean, you still well, had no. It's because the government forgave it. Oh yeah, because wow. the government paid that. that. Like that wasn't even my insurance. That was the government I on that one. But you think about a hundred plus thousand dollar medical bill. I mean, who can afford any of that? So yeah, I mean, to feel wealthy and or comfortable, that seems about right. You just don't want people to feel hopeless, right? I right. Mean, the, the part where they're saying they don't think that they'll ever get to that point. That's that's the part where you're like, yeah, you know, yeah, you know, for for optimism and people to see a path through, right? Yeah. Uh, some good news today as well. Uh, molester Larry Nasser got stabbed a bunch in jail. Yay! Yeah, See, I never mean, bitch. Yeah, it's like you know this guy's an awful person. Yeah. He's a convicted molester. Yeah, we knew this was how it was going to you know work out. You know, there's a, there's a hierarchy in prison, and uh, if you uh, if you are molesting people who are you Hundreds. know in your in, yep. in your care, uh, the the criminals guys who are just out there you know maybe trying to just you know. Who, who have actually, like, a, an, an ethics code in certain ways, they ain't going to stand for that. Yeah, when you talk about, like, kids being involved, yep. like, I'm glad you got stabbed. Yep. That's why it's good news. It's the Dave and Mahoney Show. There were a lot of lies that were told to us when we were growing up, but one of them I distinctly remember, and I don't really blame the people that told us this lie because it kind of makes sense, uh, but the whole lie about if you pee into a pool... It's going to turn it red. Yeah, I mean, that was an urban myth for many, many years, going back to when we were children. But if you think about it as an adult or even, you know, not as an adult, the amount of chemicals that would have to be in that pool to react with urine. And urine is also made up of the same chemical that sweat is made of, you know, 
And to have that reaction. It wouldn't be safe to swim in. It wouldn't be. Yeah, no. yeah but to all kids listening, don't go pee in the pools. But yeah. I mean, don't you? Do you ever pee in the pool? I have a thing where I feel like everyone's going to, probably because of this lie. I have a feeling that everyone's just going to know that I'm peeing in the pool. I take a lot of B vitamins. And pee, when you neon. take pee, it's yeah. neon green. Yeah, it's man. not going to turn red or blue, <laughs> but it's neon neon green. It looks like Gatorade. Okay, yeah. so you, you don't want to pee. My B vitamins are, are up there, too. <laughs> yeah. you, you don't want to pee in the pool, and I and I understand that. And and I do respect that, because le, the less respect. pee in the pool, the better. But if we're being honest, like it depends on like how late in the afternoon sure. and how many drinks oh. you think you've had. You are the yeah. culprit of the murky water. No, no, no. You're not the big problem, though. Like, I mean, pee is pretty innocuous. You're not going to get, you know, get pink eye from pee. Right. You know, there, it, it's the other, it's the other end. Yeah. You know, there should be a new rule. If you have to doo-doo and then go into the water, I don't care if you're at someone's house, you do not get to go back in the pool. Shower. Yeah, oh, unless you shower. shower. Yeah, because like, some people no. are like, okay, potty break, and they go in, have a little belly hurt because they've been eating Doritos and ham sandwiches, and that's just not normal for their day. And they go in, blow up the toilet, and then they jump back in the water. And you guys should be, that is illegal. Jail, instant jail. <laughs> that's, see, that's why we need more bidets to get rid of all of the poop particles. Yes. Exactly. But this is really interesting. So I, I mean, you'd expect this kind of with pools, right? And then you think, okay, well, I mean, lakes have to have their fair share, but it's a big enough body of water. Like, who really cares? Uh, more than half of America's beaches contain potentially dangerous levels of feces, according to a new report Who? that was called Troubling by Experts. We have crapped up the ocean? That's what I'm saying, Ugh. man. If you are a dookier at the beach, at the pool, wherever you're at, lakes, rivers, waters, creeks, y'all are psychopaths. Who is pooping in the ocean? I don't care. Like that is bananas. The, the, That's the, bananas. The the, uh, the beachfront is just one giant kitty litter box. Oh, so they're saying one it. in thirty people who swim in sewage contaminated water are at risk of getting sick yep. by either swallowing water or going through infections. It can lead to stomach problems and diarrhea, abdominal, cramp, uh, abdominal cramping, and vomiting and all kinds of stuff. But yeah, the fact that I was just in it's the, ocean. the ocean. I was just in the ocean. Oh, you were. I did, and did I got you? I got like a little far into it. Nature's toilet bowl. What I did. Doing? I went. In, I went swimming. I was just having a a, a, a fantastic fun time. You're such a liar. You're out here toilet. meeting your husband's extended or your boyfriend's extended family, pretending like you love the ocean. I, that's the like same crap we do with hiking. Yeah, that, man. Yeah. I was faking the funk. Faking the every, funk. Every time I step on a seashell, I was like, "Is this dirt?" <laughs> hey, well, it's even worse because there might be urchins down in that bitch. Oh, turchins. Yeah. <laughs> this is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Do you have a complaint? Yes. Call anytime at 833-YO-DUMMY. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. Hey, yo, Dave. You're always talking about how you don't hear your own voice in your head or other people's voices. Yet you said, that's how my wife sounds in my head. Gotcha. Message deleted. No, I said that's how my wife sounds, not how she sounds in my head. I don't hear her in my head. I hear her talk a lot. You hear her in your ears. <laughs> that's right. Now, it goes into my head, but that's different. Ain't no gotcha around here. Mm. It's yeah. not that I can't hear Mahoney's voice if I imagine Mahoney talking. It's just I don't think, like if Mahoney sends me a text, I just read the text message. It's not in his voice. I read you Audrey's, don't hear it? I read Audrey's text in yeah. her voice and your text in your like voice. I feel like that's a special thing. Like if you know somebody well enough, you can you can hear how they would that's say something. You get like and like laugh. Real you know, like nuance. Yeah. You know, that's why I'm always scared. If you're like texting with somebody who you don't normally text with or you know, conversing, you gotta throw in like extra exclamation points or smileys and you know oh, emojis. You're the smiley face guy? I sure am. Yeah, uh, man, love an emoji. Dude, I was I was on uh, the smiley face train way before before emojis were even existed. Like just because the colon, the colon and the parentheses. Yeah, <laughs> I did a colon. I used to do the C, and then a little colon. So it was like, woo. Do you know what I'm talking about? It was like I a know. tiny smile. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I always thought that was like more of a grin. Oh, really? Smile is colon capital like, D. Capital D. D. Now it's like the tongue out. No, that's that, not the. That's, t- that's a, a P. super smile. That's a how? Oh, oh, it's colon. Yeah, colon Relax, capital buddy. P is tongue out. Okay. Colon capital D is a big That's like cocaine teeth. smile. Yeah. yeah. That's like I'm so happy on drugs. I like that you've been doing this long enough, Mahoney, that you were doing this. You call yourself a trendsetter when it comes to this, and now you've actually reached the age where you just need to get your colon checked. Yes. <laughs> that, that's... Please leave a message after the tone. Hi. Uh, hi. <laughs> 
I just wanted to say I hope you have a great day and all that. Um, call you later and say the same thing. So have a great day. Message deleted. Well, that's very, very, very nice of you. I you hope can you call our voicemail anytime and just say, Hi, as breathy as you want. 833-O-Dummy. Was that a child? I don't know. That was a kid. Sounded like a kid. That was a kid. You think so? That was 100% a kid. Who's (laughs) off on summer school. Get to school. Go to school. (laughs) Let these kids enjoy their summers. Let kids be kids, Audrey. (laughs) School (laughs) 24-7. Kids need it, man. All right. How many times have y'all had to deal with Karens? I have to deal with Karens a lot whenever I go places such as a fun park or something, whatever like that. But what's y'all's Karen story? Do y'all have a Karen story? Because y'all should tell me about it. See if I can relate. Message deleted. So my latest Karen story. Oh, boy. I was on an airplane. Uh Uh-huh. And I always sit in the emergency exit aisle. A little extra leg room. Extra leg room, but I also take the responsibility very seriously. I want to make sure everybody gets out of the plane in case of emergency landing. You and I both know that is a lie. You would be the first one out that Well, plane. yeah, I have to open the door and then I'm the first one out, but, because if I stay there, I'm too big, so it's, it's I gotta just get out. Yeah, but smart. doing my part to get everybody out of the plane, uh-huh. but the one thing you can't do, like, early on, like, when they're doing the thing where they're checking, like, do you uh, do you agree to help in a case of emergency? You have to say yes. And there was a Karen who was had her headphones on and her sunglasses on and was not paying attention. And the flight attendant, you know, like kind of checked her. And then she was like, what? I thought this was America. I was Amer- listening. And then the lady goes, what I just say? <laughs> she just pop quizzed her. Oh yeah, and then they. I thought I thought where I was going to witness a lady getting kicked off a Southwest flight. Did they move her? or Did she decide that she agreed? Her husband did? had to like calm her down because she was oh. starting to get rowdy. And then another flight attendant came over, and I'm like slowly pulling out my phone. Yeah. <laughs> Here's some content, baby. Dave and Mahoney. So there's not a lot of movies where they go, okay, this movie's coming out and it's going to be out in you know several months that I get really excited about. But when you're talking about this type of cast, I mean, it really is something. It's coming out in October of this year. It's a Martin Scorsese-led film. It's got Leonardo DiCaprio and Lily Gladstone and Brendan Fraser and Jesse Plemons and Robert De Niro. And it's not Robert De Niro in some campy, crappy comedy role. It's Robert De Niro being... Robert De Niro. Okay. It's called De Niro in a Scorsese film. It's not a right. Meet the Fockers or you know some other Netflix BS special. payday that he's yeah. getting paid for. But yeah. I, I'm a huge fan of Jesse Plemons as yeah, well. Like, he's, yeah, he's blown up. He like, has. I mean, I thought we always thought he was bootleg Matt Damon. Now better than Matt Damon. Better than Matt Damon, dude. I mean, he, to think that I mean he obviously was doing stuff before Breaking Bad, but to see his transformation from Todd from Breaking Bad yeah. to this A list. Uh, award Academy he's Award winning Kristen star Dunst, Kirsten Dunst yeah. and yeah they um, I mean the, the way that he's able to hold his own with some of the absolute best actors in the business I mean Leonardo DiCaprio I think you'd probably put towards the top of that list you know Academy Award winner all sure. that uh, it's just it's so cool to see I love Brendan Fraser's comeback story as well and he's mm-hmm. also in this film but it's called Killers of the Flower Moon and this is what the trailer sounds like their time is over it's going to be another tragedy. When this money started coming, we should have known it came with something else. They're like buzzards circling our people. We're still warriors. Mahoney, you just watched the the extended version of that in studio a couple of minutes ago. What is your takeaway? Because I know this is the first time you have seen that trailer. Well, I didn't know this was going to be an Apple Plus uh, movie. Well, yeah. it's, an, it's it's produced by Apple TV Plus, but I, I think it's going to be released in traditional theaters. I mean, maybe because it's got a lot of like Oscar buzz around it, but you know it's probably, if it was produced by Apple, then it's going to end up on the Apple yep. Plus platform. $200 at, million at, dollars was the budget for at this. At some point. And I mean, with the, the, the cast that you have there, Scorsese being attached and the trailer i i'm i'm in man it looks like a movie that i would be all about and dicaprio you know when he uh when he works with scorsese you know he brings something else out of him i tell you man when you think about kind of like a western style movie and the gold rush and the oil rush and all that stuff and my favorite style of movies man especially when they're like dramas or thrillers thrillers and then you have de niro in there and you know it's like a big budget movie I mean, there's not a lot of movies that I get excited about when you're talking about being still several months away. This is on that list, though. 
It looks awesome. So, Killers of the Flower Moon, uh, the trailer is now out. And according to the the early ratings, I guess it's got like 97% fresh from the critics that have seen it so far. Yeah, and with like, it, it like swept con or can, whatever you want to call it. And yeah, I uh, watching that trailer, I'm in. I'm all, I'm all in. This is David Mahoney. There is a certain, person, a certain person, so vile, so arrogant, a middle ground between horrible and useless, a culinary and retail nightmare, a person who we call Karen. Karen, why did you do that? Why did you do that? Why? These are the Karen Chronicles. Why did you do that, Karen? Oh, we've all run into those people out in public who feel like the entire world revolves around them. Sometimes they're causing a fit in a restaurant. Other times it's on an airplane. Could really happen anywhere. Dave, we live in a world where information travels freely. And these Karens and Darrens want everything freely as well. Uh, this Karen was pretty amazing with the thing that she was complaining about because she was complaining about a restaurant. It's called Over the Moon Cafe. This is in Tacoma, Washington. It's got 4.7 out of 5 stars. Was she so- not? Over the moon? Yeah. No, and kind of surprising again, the things that she was mad about. Eric said 5 out of 5 over the moon deserves its high rating. We had ribeye, duck, bisque, a bread and cheese appetizer, and a very tasty cocktail along with some wine. You got to specify what kind of bisque you eat. I mean, Eric went for like all of it. Duck and a ribeye and and some bisque. And bread and cheese and wine and a cocktail. That's me when I go out to eat, though, to be fair. If I'm trying somewhere new, I'm trying all of the things. little garbage disposal. What are you doing over there? I want to know the menu. (laughs) What are your favorite things on the menu? I'll take all of them. Uh, Karina said five out of five. Fantastic food and service with decent gluten-free options. The chicken catatore was delicious. Oh, they would get the chicken catatore. You would. Uh, Karen said one out of five stars. Went to the Over the Moon Cafe without a reservation on Saturday night, and it took nearly 30 minutes to get a seat. We ordered the crab bisque to start, which lacked flavor. I ordered the jumbo shrimp pasta while my husband ordered the steak. Shrimp pasta tasted like heavy cream with a hint of lemon and dry overcooked shrimp. But my husband's steak cooked perfectly or tasted quite delightful, but still not exceptional. And for the price of the dishes, I would expect something more exemplary. Not worth our $58 bill. Well, you got a Right? You can't go to Olive Garden for $58 anymore. You can't. There's family there. You can't go to McDonald's for 58 bucks for a family. You're not kidding. I went through the McDonald's drive-thru, and granted, I've got four kids. It was 63 bucks for McDonald's. What? Yes. That's wild. And also, crab bisque. You went cheap? You can go for the lobster bisque? Crab bisque. Why why am I getting this this awkward silence? Crab bisque is butt. You you have to go for lobster. I'm just shocked that she's flabbergasted at a 30-minute wait on Saturday night. With no reservations and a $58 bill. That seems very totally like, reasonable. Are we just spoiled <laughs> and just live in, live in an area where everything is just way too expensive? Because 58 bucks is alarmingly cheap. For a whole-ass dinner with tip? This, a uh, nice dinner. Well, you know that she didn't tip. No, she didn't tip. This next one is... The Empire State Building. <laughs> okay. It's got four out of five stars. Noel said five out of five. One of the most famous buildings in the whole state of New York. Thumbs up. Cool. Yep. Rizwana said five out of five. Empire State Building, 102, uh, 102 stories. I learned that its name is divided, uh, derived from Empire State, the nickname for the state of New York. The antenna is pretty marvelous. Another good review there, Dave. <laughs> Yeah, we just learned that. Thanks. Uh, Karen Q said, one out of five stars. I have acrophobia, and coming up the building made it much worse. That's a fear of heights. I hate the Empire State Building. I hate, 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 hate it. One star, too high for me. Prepare for a lawsuit because I have trauma from visiting the Empire State Building. It is too damn high. I can't even look at pictures of it now without getting flashbacks of how high it is up there. I am not happy. Never once did anyone warn me about how high this building was. No, this is not okay. It's not a place to just let anyone go up. What kind of cruel, sick joke is this place? So this lady is an idiot because for those of you who have visited the Empire State Building, you know that it takes a long time and there is a very long wait and you see every floor that you go up on the way up. There's like levels. It's like a tiered system. So you could have even just made it to the, I don't know, 50th floor and then just turned around. You didn't have to like wait the three hours in order to get to the top of the Empire State Building. I like that Karen eyeballed the Empire State Building. It's like, what is that? Like three, maybe four stories? 
Yeah, right. That's it. That's all I can take. You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. Blitz, glamour, and out-of-touch celebrities. Well, that's redundant. It's Pop Trash. I'm Dave and Mahoney. So some good news for Lady Gaga, and this has nothing to do with her, like, in her music or anything like that. This has more to do with just kind of how justice gets served. If you recall that whole thing with her dogs being stolen at gunpoint, the people yep. that stole her little Frenchies. Did they, did did they, they shoot, shoot, they, shoot yeah. their dog walker? They shot the dog walker. Yeah. Uh, his name's Ryan Fisher. Thankfully, he, you know, he was hospitalized at the time, but has made a full recovery. But the reason why she was being sued, because you're like, why would Lady Gaga being, be sued throughout this situation if you recall, there was a $500,000 reward that was offered, and one of the girls that was involved with the theft of the dogs tried to come back and get the $500,000 reward. Well, this sounds like something that possibly, I mean, I know listening to you say that to most people would be like, what? That makes no sense. But cases like this get one because there are people who will burglarize a home and then sue the homeowner for getting injuries yeah. while burglarizing their home and win. So whenever I hear this, I'm like, okay, did these people end up winning the $500,000 in court? Thankfully not. Good. No. Okay, a a good. judge came out and said, what are you talking about? You got convicted in this crime as well uh, because her whole position was, I deserve the $500,000 because I brought you the dogs back and you said no questions asked. And now you're over here asking questions like, did I steal the dogs? <laughs> yeah, like, because you did. That's man. a fairly important question. I, <laughs> I love what that judge did. He That was the judicial equivalent of, bitch, please. Yeah, right? <laughs> That's exactly bitch, right. get out of here. <laughs> so Aaron Andrews is a new mom, the 45-year-old Fox oh, broadcaster and her husband. They actually had their first child via surrogate. Uh, the couple reported that the, the little baby boy's name is Mac. Mac, oh. Mac. Okay. Oh. Mac, Mac Andrews? Mac Andrews, maybe? Yeah. I mean, her, her husband's last name is Stoll, so I don't know if it's going to be Mac Stoll or Mac Andrews, but either way. I like Mac Andrews better. I yeah. mean, Mac Stoll is still cute, but like Mac Andrews sounds strong. So this is the, the, you know, the birth news follows Aaron Andrews going public in 2021 about having struggles with fertility, which is something that a whole bunch of people mm-hmm. uh, deal with. So at the time, she had started some fertility treatments at 35, was in her seventh round of IVF, which if you've been through that process, I have a lot of friends that have, it's not easy, right? So yep. they decided that they really wanted to have a kid and that a surrogate was the best option. And now they uh, are proud parents of little Mac. That is fantastic news. And Mac could not be a cuter at name. Every time, at every birthday player, they got to play, or every, every uh-huh. birthday. Yeah, Return of the Mac. Return of the Mac, baby. I mean, but is that baby going to know that song? No. Is that song going to be popular Even even though that's our jam. That baby's going to be like, the song sucks. It's going to sound like the music from the 30s does. (laughs) Return of the Mac is going to sound like legit. uh, What's his name? Bill? Bill. What what am I thinking of? (laughs) Bill. Oh. Bill. Dean Martin, sure. Okay. But no, but what? Dean Martin. Bill. Bill. I don't know who Bill Weathers? No, but we're getting there. Bill Cosby? Bing Cosby. Oh, Bing Cosby. Bing. Wow. Okay. That was a weird road that we had to take to get there. Bill. <laughs> Bill. This is Dave and Mahoney. Yay! Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call 833-YO-DUMMY. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. What are your guys' favorite TV shows? Message deleted. Mahoney, you and I are very much into Righteous Gemstones, which has new episodes dropping right now. That's What's your favorite of all time? No, but as far as oh. comedies go, I'd say that's the one that I'm looking forward to the most right now. Airing right now, What We Do in the Shadows on FX is coming back for, I think, the fifth or sixth season. Love that. But you and I were just talking about this when we got back from vacation because I binged the entire season of Silo on Apple Plus. Yeah. Is that not too sci-fi-y? Because I looked at the trailer last my, night. My wife's not a big sci-fi or post-apocalyptic person. Mm-hmm. Loved it. Okay, okay. Same. I don't really like a lot of sci-fi shows because they sort of fall flat. This isn't as much about sci-fi as it is about like the personality dynamic. Drama, and, yeah. suspense. Uh, and I like things. sci-fi and it, it hits... All the notes for me. So yeah, what? so Silo on Apple TV Plus, and they just greenlit that for a second season, so that's exciting. If I think they're going to that. finish out the whole series of that. Another one that is just exceptionally well done, in my opinion, also on Apple TV Plus, is The Crowded Room. Hmm. It's Tom Holland who's in it, and it's not a huge cast of characters that you know. 
it's a thriller. It's kind of a, trying to figure out what's going on, but the the acting in it is is superb. And I think he's schizophrenic. Uh, well, you're not totally off. So yeah, it's a, it's really. I watched really the well trailer done. and I was like, this is very uh, Secret Window esque Johnny Depp movie. Yeah, I was like, I, and if I can kind of guess where we're going in the trailer. I don't know if I want to watch it. No, it's because it's not a huge mystery from from the jump. Okay. It's more of the development and how it goes mm. and the different characters that come into it along the way. But I feel like if I were going to tell you my favorite shows of all time, the first one that would pop into my head because it was just so well done, everybody probably would say like Breaking Bad or something, But uh, which is a great movie. Vince Gilligan's one of the best to do it. But I think for me is Peaky Blinders, man. Yeah. Holy crap. So you good. have to watch it with closed captions. You have to start. <laughs> have yeah, have I didn't to, start it, closed captions until season three, and I missed so much. And The Wire, top two shows of absolute all time. Sopranos also Ooh. in there you just finished, top right? Top five, yep, for sure. Well, you and I, uh, speaking of stuff that's new on Netflix right now, though, and you and I start, have watched a couple of these, or I, I finished, finished it, it, is Muscles, uh, Mayhem and Muscles or Muscles and Mayhem. Holy moly, I wanted to do steroids immediately. Dude, the American <laughs> Gladiator story. You did great. I did, dude, I was like, I could do that. <laughs> I'm so delusional. But just watching them and um, American Gladiator, just the way that people existed in the 80s and early 90s, just, wild. I watched it was it a wild time. Every weekend for me, because it came on right after Star Trek, The Next Generation. Yep, same. Back, in, uh, back, back when I was a kid, and I just, man, all I wanted to do was go through and shoot that like little tennis ball launcher. Yeah. Dude, yeah. that was like my awesome. just be Nitro himself. Yeah. yeah. And if you're looking for a good comedy special on Netflix right now, Tom Segura's new one you called Sledgehammer. Sledgehammer. You didn't like I it? Did, I turned it off. Oh, I, I, get out of here. I've seen him. Well, because I saw that stand up live. I was I saw that coming everywhere tour and it and was not the same set. Really? There's parts of it. I saw because I saw it twice on that tour, and he's changing I, it up. I liked it. There were some things too. that I laughed, but it felt and I turned it off because I love Tom so much, and I love his wife. And the funniest joke to me was whenever he was like, "I just wish my wife drowned because Why he wanted to marry the model." Just drown. But I, <laughs> it fell so flat for me, uh, and I, th- I just. I hold him to such a high regard that I didn't want to watch it and be tainted because he's just so wow. funny. To See, me. I thought the whole thing was was Mm-mm, really didn't well like done. it a bit. Please leave a message after the tone. Yeah, hi, this is Tom. I just wanted to back up whoever it was who had said he had sneezed with his eyes open. I think it was Dave. It might have been Mahoney. I looked it up because I always believed you know, the the what you're told that you'll blow your eyeballs out if you try to do that. Mm-hmm. But I found out that it is possible. So I want to say that I believe you. Message deleted. Me, Dave, I'm the one who has sneezed with his eyes open. I know you guys don't believe me, but I did it. And I felt like I was one of those dudes who performed a trick shot on YouTube. Like I was like, ah! and it was like, what are, what are you doing? <laughs> not with your di- eyeballs entirely open. There's just no No, way. they were open. I was like, and I could not believe that I did it because I thought for sure my eyeballs would flip just pop right up. Well, not. as this man, his research has concluded that that is possible with the if the velocity of the sneeze is high enough and your eyelids are open enough. We, it we could need happen. video evidence. Of There's this. just it didn't happen. I couldn't have I, you expect me just to be filming myself at yes. all times. Do we get some what pepper? Am I, Audrey? Here, put, put some pepper in front of and, his nose. Let's try this out right now. <laughs> when there is nothing more harrowing though than just driving, like you're out, you're driving, like uh, when I'm going home and everybody's going, you know, ninety miles an hour. Mm-hmm. And I have to sneeze. Like, dude, there is no grip that is tighter than what I'm holding, currently holding on to the to the steering wheel. It adds to my delusion that I could, like, live on the mean streets. I'm like, I, I can overcome this. I can overcome anything. Right. You can sneeze while driving. I am one of God's strongest soldiers. You for sure are. <laughs> <laughs> the idea that adult losers live with their parents is just an idea developed by big real estate to get people to buy more houses. Message deleted. That's like, actually a really, this guy's spitting facts. I, that is so crazy. Who can afford a home anyway? Well, so. I mean, you see these change. I mean, it's, you think about America, where where we are, but with a Thinking lot of people who have moved to, you know, from other cultures who've come to America with multi-generational homes and stuff like that, they're way more popular now than I think they've ever been. Yeah, but like, let's be real too. Like I, I moved out of the house uh, shortly after I turned 18 years old. To go to college and uh, went to college. Well, I didn't finish. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I did double flex. (laughs) It took me seven years. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, like me living like with my folks. That's that was there was a time and place. I mean, I 
I moved so I moved out when I was 18, 19 years old to go to community college and then moved back in when I was 20. Uh-huh. You did yo-yo. And then moved out again and then moved then back. Came back. And then I moved I moved back in with my parents when I was like 22 and I lived with them from like 22 to 26. Do you I envision think? that there may be another yo-yo back home no, in but, the not too distant future? No, but I mean like <laughs> later on in life, like I like if my mom wants to live with me yeah, or I get that. you know, like I or my wife's dad which he would never, but if you, you know, like things like that, you know, if my parents or whatever, like at this point in my life, it would, it, I understand it, you know, like sure. I, at this, so. Is this how you're trying to talk your wife into buying a nine bedroom house? Uh, it's only seven. Oh, oh, very, very reasonable. You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. Mahoney, we are simple creatures, and Audrey, you make fun of us all the time because just like how trainable us guys are. <laughs> trainable. You, that was your word, not mine. Because Mahoney and I were both like, yeah, we do love Costco and Trader Joe's, and we're like, wait a second, what, what has become You've been of tricked. us? We, we have been tricked. <laughs> Brainwashed. We, we, what, 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 what do they call it? Uh, Stockholm Syndrome? Yeah, look, it's, it, it's fairly simple, though. I mean, we are obviously not that complicated of creatures. Right. And Did you get sex after every Costco trip? No. I mean, initially, Positive. she's like, let's just... Oh, you're doing great. You know, a little row on the booty or something like that, and that's enough for us now. My wife would just feed me a taco. Yeah, right? <laughs> it's the hot dogs, man. Yeah. Oh, it's time. the hot dogs and tacos, really, guys? Uh-huh. Even then you end up going? All right. Uh, but we also like what it comes to our entertainment, fairly low-hanging fruit. Mahoney, you've been a fan of the Westerns for a long time, and I think that's kind of why we all are such big fans of the Taylor Sheridan stuff. I mean, yep. Yellowstone is one of the most popular shows out there, and all the other stuff that he's the rolled 1883, out. 1923. I think those are even better. Than the Mayor of Kingstown. The latest seasons, yeah. yes. Uh, but Taylor Sheridan has become this really interesting character where, you know, there's all this talk about him and Kevin Costner kind of hating each other. Mm-hmm. But Taylor Sheridan has kind of become, because he was a struggling actor for a long time. Mm-hmm. And he has become Hollywood's darling. But he also kind of has this, like, outlaw way about him where he bought the the 666 Ranch in Texas, which I guess is infamous. I'm not a big ranch follower, but I guess it's like a really iconic the, ranch. The four sixes or the something? four sixes, four exactly, sixes, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, that he, I guess, kind of lived in the shadow of when he was growing up. And then, you know, he goes to Hollywood, doesn't really make it as an actor, but then starts to become this writer and sort of has embodied almost kind of the character of Kevin Costner from Yellowstone. and that, In real I, life. Which kind of yeah. makes yeah. sense, considering you, you write what you know. And Kevin Costner and him, I guess, they're, they're like part of the beef between them is that, you know, Kevin Costner's obviously been going through a lot of personal stuff as well. So who knows if that contributes, but... Kevin Costner has been around for long enough where like, he wants to do things his way. And Taylor Sheridan's like, no, because it's one of the big, I don't know if it's a knock against him or a positive thing, but he is very controlling when it comes to the shows that are under his name. Well, I mean, this is, I mean, I, you know, Kevin Costner's a creator too. He's a writer, he's a director, actor, he's done it all. He was kind of, you know, kind of maybe the archetype that Taylor Sheridan has modeled himself after, but just wasn't quite as successful until Yellowstone but I think we're also coming to a head here, and I think Kevin Costner wants to go out and do some westerns. He's got like yep. a five series, a five part series. Uh, I don't know if it's going to be TV or if it's going to be uh, movies that he wants to make. But without Yellowstone or without Kevin Costner, the original Yellowstone's just done. It's done. I mean, yeah. he's the I think only. It's kind of done. I think, right. I think it's done winning. anyway, and yeah. I think that's part of the reason why he may be stepping back because he knows it's done. Yeah. Um, but this is interesting because this is kind of a different spin on a Taylor Sheridan type show. And, you know, like Mayor of Kingstown, the one with Jeremy Renner that I'd mentioned, that's not like a Western necessarily, but it has kind of some of those same vibes just set in an urban environment. Uh-huh. Uh, this one is going to be on Paramount Plus, and the official trailer has now dropped. It's called Special Ops Lioness, and it's another one of these super star-studded casts for Taylor Sheridan, which, to his credit, he's been able to pull some huge names. I mean, you think about Harrison Ford sure. and you know, Tim McGraw and Faith yeah, Hill man. in 1883. I mean, these are big names. Um, but the, the cast for this, Zoe Saldana, uh-huh. Morgan Freeman, right. Nicole Kidman, just a few of them. Wow. Yeah. And Nicole Kidman has yes. kind of become the darling of television series. Almost everything she does on one of these premium services is great. I like her in uh, the limited series editions. I just personally really like a lot of the limited series editions just in the general. little fires everywhere. Yeah, yeah. where it's or just whatever. quick and it's, you get, you know when you start, it's going to be maybe just even like three seasons or whatever, but you know that there's going to be a conclusion. And because of that, you know it's going to be having good. A, yeah. Having a proper ending is Matters. so important <laughs> for all of that. So I'm with you on that. I think that you should have your ending before you have your beginning. 
You know, that actually is knowing where you're going with it yes. is so important. Uh, but I also like how having a proper beginning is really important. And mm-hmm. this is something that's a new trend, relatively new at least, is they drop two episodes at the beginning to kind of get you hooked into it. Good. Uh, those two episodes are going to drop on Paramount Plus on July 23rd. So oh, if you're well. a Taylor Sheridan fan like we are, uh, it's not that far away. Well, if you don't have Paramount Plus, go ahead and get you a membership. Dave at Ed Mahoney. Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call 833-YO-DUMMY. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. All right. If y'all haven't seen Finding Nemo, I will be mad because my stepsister said she's never seen it, and now I want to fist fight her. So, yeah. Message deleted. Definitely worth uh, fist fighting your stepsister over not seeing Finding Nemo. That is uh, one of the classics out there, I'd say, for, for the most recent generations. Or you could show it to her. No, fist fight. I'd go fist fight. Fist like fight, that. then hold her down and, like, you know, what, clockwork orange mm. her to make her watch. Force uh, her to keep her eyes open. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, there's, a, there's, <sighs> my wife gets so mad at me when I'm like, I'm like, I can't believe you haven't seen this movie. Like, she's never seen The Goonies. Me either. And I get mad at you as well. But, like, she has, you have an excuse at least. You're, you know. Watch you're, what you're about to say. You're 10 years younger. No, she's seven years younger than my wife. No, but the 10 years younger than you, right? And, yeah. like, that was a huge movie for us growing up. But I understand, you know, if you're Audrey's age, how you haven't seen it. Your wife is right in the same wheelhouse. Yeah. That's, there's no excuse for that. I'm two years older than my wife. Yeah. Now she's getting angry. I was oh. going to say, don't you call your wife old, is what it was about to sound like. She's older. Like, no, no, she is man. older than you. I like how Mahoney is tiptoeing around what he's saying. Meanwhile, I can see his Apple Watch start bing, going bing, off. Bing, <laughs> bing, 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 she bing, says bing. she has seen the Goonies. Goonies. I think I made her watch it. That's what uh, you. Eh, gotcha. Eh. That's hilarious. But no, movies th- like that, I'm like, things that, like Back to the Future. Oh, We were all, talking about Back to the Future with our boss told me she hadn't watched any single Indiana Jones. I tried. away. I tried. And then you watched it and you started mocking it. Because how did the tribal people put that giant bowling ball up? How did they rig it all up there just to perfectly at the most perfect time? If it would have been up there long enough for it to come down and try and squash Indy when it did, then it would have probably been stuck Erosion or something would have happened. Water erosion, wind erosion. Oh, you're I don't worried know. about the logistics of rolling a rock, also, and you're not worried about the, all of the, the Jesus case that all, melts everyone's faces yeah, off. You, you look at the Ark also of the Covenant, and it just kills all the Nazis. Yeah, like, also a mess. Everything's a mess. <laughs> but it doesn't if you make look, sense. if you look away and you're Indiana Jones, you're fine. Yeah, fine. yeah. I'll give you a tan. <laughs> Hi, good morning. This is actually for Audrey, you little radiant goddess. You, um, in regards to your plants. Um, one really good big help would be to dilute like one part hydrogen peroxide to two parts water when you're doing your plants. Hydrogen peroxide will actually melt the larvae of those disgusting little bugs in your plants and won't harm it with the diluted water. So hopefully your plant journey is awesome. Have a great day. Bye. Message Things you learn on the show. Yeah, also, if you do the hydrogen peroxide, your plant will have some sweet-ass frosted tips. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. A little bleachy on the yeah, top. looks good. Um, I will say this. Um, somebody told me Dawn dish soap and water. I've been trying everything. I don't know if I just need to throw away the plant or not, but, you know. Try this, I, what she said. I'm going to try, but, you know, what am I... Where, where do you even get hydrogen peroxide? Walgreens, that's one of those things. CBS, yeah, yeah, that's anywhere. just one of the those things store. that you just expect to just always be yeah, in the your cabinet. Mom, yeah. Your mom has <laughs> it. Because you buy one bottle in the last 80 years. 100 years. Yes. And every time I go to open, if I get a boo-boo, I go to open, I'm like, what? There's no hydrogen peroxide here? Like, it just it just baffles me every single time. I don't own any. And I it's kind of, uh, I want it I want it to end now. I would want you, it to end Would you like me to get today. you some? No, I don't want it in my home. I don't oh. want hydrogen peroxide in my home. You need it for cleaning wounds. No, man. Your hydrogen peroxide is actually bad for wounds because it also cleans good bacteria as well or kills good bacteria as well. I don't believe you. I don't. That is, that's because seems, this is big you peroxide. Sp- you are spreading all sorts of <laughs> fake information on this show. Hey, y'all, uh, how about a little more rock and a little less talk? You guys suck. Yeah, yeah brother. Uh, I love it when people take the time to learn our voicemail number, 833-YO-DUMMY, 
call us and then troll us because they know that we're going to put that on the air. Man sounds delightful. Sounds happy. Sounds like he kisses his I'm, grandchildren on the but, forehead every day. Tells them bedtime stories. But he's got, I mean, at least more less, rock, less, less talk. I mean, he does have a rhyme, which I, I less, less talk, more rock. Because you know? he's heard on an every promo for probably centuries before. <laughs> more rock, less talk, your classic rock station. Like, stop. Stop it. And that's why those classic rock stations lose. And we win. <laughs> This is Dave and Mahoney. You know the songs, but do you know them when they sound this bad? It's Cover Your Ears. A Dave and Mahoney. Pat is joining us for a round of Cover Your Ears today. How you doing, Pat? Good. How about you? Excellent. So the way this works is pretty simple. We've got some songs that are covered. People upload them to the internet. And Mahoney, today we have a song that only has five views. Five views? We have another one, 67. Okay. So uh, we did some mining. We really well, dug down. One of the things I love about Cover Your Ears, Dave, is that we find artists who are new and are emerging in every step to a billion views. Starts with just one. So, Pat, uh, we got 30 seconds on the clock for each one of these. Let the full 30 seconds play out before you make your guess. But uh, you're going to look for the artist as well as the song in order to get a full point. If you need a lifeline, we've got a couple of those handy. Now, this first one is from an artist named Sean McCabe Rocks. And I have a theory that if you have to tell people that you rock, you generally don't. But maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> this one's got 629 views. Here we go. We Color me corrected. That was awesome. Was that them for real? Because I heard a couple of things that just sounded like maybe they were singing along with it in maybe. the back. I don't know. I think that was an actual band. Maybe. Oh, I don't think that was a them. backing track. That okay. wasn't horrible. Pat, do you know it? Uh, it's actually not that bad of a version, I, I don't think. Uh, I think it's I Remember You by Skid Row. Full point, brother. Well wow. done. You're on the board. I was okay. so distracted by whenever he said, Kios. I didn't hate that version either. <laughs> this next one is from an artist named Metal Man 8713 Catchy. Yeah. Uh, 262 views on this bad boy. Here we go. I heard you about your lessons. Well, this is so, so cool. I know about this school. They'll come from Jimmy I kind of be so cool. Did you know that no dead rule? I think of all the education that I miss. Put the money over. was never quite like this. So you should have seen how confused Mahoney looked there at the beginning of that, but it came, yeah. came around for you. It yeah. I, I got it. I got it about ten seconds. Okay, Pat. Pat you, likes what? to flex. He does, man. I like. I think it. it's "Hot for Teacher" by Van Halen. Full point. Yes. One yeah. of the talents of playing this game is being able to completely ignore the person who is doing the cover and trying to listen to the backtrack. Yeah, just so hard <laughs> just because so, so distracting, wow. man. <laughs> Okay, here we go on to number three. You're doing great. You got two full points. You still have both lifelines intact if necessary. Uh, this one is from Kelly Mark, 393 views. Okay, interesting. That was bad. Yeah, that was bad. Do you know it? Uh, the Beatles, Penny Lane. Uh, bro, killing it, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm shocked that they did not ask um, Kelly Marks to fill in for, for John Lennon after we sadly lost him. But uh, well done. Three for three. Still have two lifelines. You were dunking today. This next one, though, five views. Five. And we were one of those five? Uh, yep. Yeah, so four before us. Okay. It's from an artist named Donna Madrid. Here we go. I was crown of thorns upon my lion's chair full of broken thoughts I cannot repair. Oh. The need 
the stains of time, the feelings disappear. Okay. Yeah, was, I'm trying to figure it out. That's a Johnny Cass version or the Nine Inch Nails. Oh. Uh, either way, you got it. What's what's the name of the song for the win? Uh, I, believe, I believe it's one title. What is it? Hurt. Hurt. Uh, there you go, brother. Dude. Okay. Absolutely. Duncan. Crushed. This yeah. guy. This guy knows music. Yeah. This is David Mahoney. So we're talking about having bad experiences with birds, and Charles said, I have a bad experience with a bird every single day. There are pigeons inside of the roof of my apartment, and the birds start pecking right over my bed every morning at 5.30. Dude. I've tried to get maintenance to do something about it, and they won't. Yeah. And yes, it's 5.30 every damn You got to run them out, man. Like, I had a bird outside of my window one time that just would who, you know, coo or whatever, make noise. Starting, you know, the, the first bit of light yeah, outside. But that's a perfectly appropriate place for a bird to be doing that. Nah, man. Nah, I don't you don't know. pay rent here. You don't pay rent. You don't pay Those rent. outside the window, man. Yeah, no, trespassing, bitch. Not so, outside of the tree. If you live in a place, so my former home, you guys know I had a lot of uh, just problems in that place. Possible murderer, actual murderer, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. just uh, a hoarder next door. And um, my back door r- neighbors... At one point, we had no HOA, had roosters. Good. Illegal backyard roosters. And they would just go cock-a-doodle-doodle in at, you know, the as you do, the first break of dawn. If you're a rooster, that's your thing. That's your thing. Mm-hmm. That's your only thing. What else do roosters do other than just alert everybody about being awake? Um, until the first freeze. That's sort of kind of like what dads do. Like, they just sort of, they're like, when you're on vacation with your dad, he's like, I'm up. And then they fertilize eggs. Everybody else. <laughs> or just make eggs. <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, the first freeze happened of the winter, and I heard no more cockadoodle-doos. Oh, no, they didn't bring the roosters in. Do you bring Do you bring roosters inside? Well, if you don't, it's going to cockadoodle-don't. It's, it's, that's, that's it, man. Cockadoodle-don't. <laughs> uh, Belinda is joining us. <laughs> what's up, Belinda? Hello, how are you? Excellent. So what's your bird story? Well, it's not a horrible bird story, but it might have ended up bad. I'm not sure. Well, I was at a game about 20 years ago, about four rows up from down by the away team bench. And it was my daughter, my friend, and my daughter's friend. And there was a little hummingbird down there. I guess it was like a, a part of the tradition. It's like a little hummingbird was all the way at the bottom of the stadium. And I thought it looked like it was a big bug. And so I'm surprised somebody didn't kill it. But it was so weak being down at the bottom of there. And I don't know where it came from. But I ended up giving it, and it came right into my hand, and it's too bad that I didn't have a camera. Right up into my hand, I held the lid of my Sprite bottle and put put Sprite in there with oh. some cotton candy because it needed it's some sugar. energy. Oh, that's really sweet. And, yeah, it was really cool. It was a really neat experience. But unfortunately, I didn't have any pictures of it. I didn't bring a digital camera. I didn't have phones with you Did you also see like a Loch Ness monster that day? <laughs> Catch the biggest fish of your life. <laughs> yeah. No, that, what, what, yeah. What, what she didn't share is that uh, that hummingbird now has diabetes. Oh. Type two. And it's so funny, a little tiny hummingbird. I cannot figure out how in the hell it ended up down at the bottom of the baseball stadium. And that thing had to move around quite a bit because, you know, they just they don't go too far. They're just going to little hummingbird feeders and come up to little little flowers and get their little bit of uh, but yeah and so yeah. I, that was the only thing I could think of you saved of that little bird's life if with Sprite if you're yeah. a bird <laughs> living in a baseball stadium that has to be the kind of like your you know the, it's the, a buffet I mean sir, there's popcorn everywhere yeah, treat. Yeah. you know like you could just go fly up on one of those lines I always wonder though I'm like I get them birds out uh, it's a good question. Like, they just, I, don't the, I don't think we want to know the answer no, to that. No, they just die there. Uh, Frank is joining us. What's up, Frank? Uh, I'm actually a pilot, and I was ferrying an, air, an aircraft to Dallas. We took off, got up to about 8,000-foot cruising altitude, and next thing you know, we've got two birds flying around in the cockpit with us. In they the cockpit? In the tail. Oh, my God. What is, how did that happen? See, I don't like the story because you didn't use your pilot voice. You did not say <laughs> anything in your pilot voice. <laughs> <laughs> Over. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't like it. Hi, uh, welcome aboard. There is two sparrows in the cockpit with me today. Enjoy yeah, the flight. <laughs> this is Dave and Mahoney. You just feel so helpless when you're around a bird and you you can't catch it. If it's in your house or if it's in your car or something like that, it's very disconcerting. Uh, Christine didn't have a bird so much, but it was a flying creature. What happened to you, Christine? Well, I was at a pool party 
with some friends and the beautiful colored lights and it was in the summertime and we were sitting all around the pool when this wretched ugly creature flew in to my hair now these things are are horrible i i told the kids that it they fell off the spaceship and um it got into my hair and i simply went hysterical i started striking my head with a fist trying to get the damn thing <laughs> you're out punching of my yourself head. with the head christine so what was it yes i was man uh, these things if you have not seen one they're wretched they're like four inches long and they they crawl around they're uh i don't know if they're an insect or they're just ugly like a big beetle and basically like, right yeah, they're a beetle. If you haven't seen one, I mean, it's an eye-opening experience. Are they katydids or cicadas? No, this is a, called a Palaverde beetle. Yeah, Palaverde beetle. Google it, and it flew into my hair. Oh yeah! Oh. And, and it, and oh, we're looking at it right insane. now. I've had so yeah. these these I've had one of these fly into my chest before. We were sitting oh, around. Yeah. And I'm with you. Like it is. It did felt you, like it felt like somebody threw a ball into my chest. Did you get me tooed by a beetle? Uh, I mean, <laughs> my friend stabbed it. <laughs> like literally, this is how big this damn thing was. Like when she's saying she's like, I can't. Like I freaked out when it hit my chest yeah. and like fell over in your hair. Though, I if you have it. long oh, hair, it was in my hair. Oh. I, jumped no. into, I jumped into the pool. <gasps> and, uh, I was, Screaming, and it was in the deep end. I mean, I almost drowned. Wow. It was just horrible. It was a horrible thing. They, it's just an ugly creature. I don't know where they came from, but I told the kids they fell off the spaceship. Wow. Uh, I hate those things. <laughs> you have a good day. You, you too, too, Christine. Thanks for the call. Yeah, looking at that photo, they look gross. Dude. So it happened over the 4th of July weekend. I was with the, the family, and we were at a cabin in Utah. And so, you know, you're up in the mountains, and the doors are kind of open more because the kids are in and out, and it's also and nicer summertime, weather. Yeah. yeah, elevation. It's Yeah, man, that's like what you do. You're, you're, you're communing with nature. It was the, the last night that we were up there, and all of a sudden, I'm just sitting on the couch, and I look up. And the reason why I have to look up is because it's a cabin, so it has, like, one of the a higher frames. ceilings. Exactly. Exactly, because yeah. it snows a lot up there. And I noticed that there is a hummingbird, and it's at the very top of the window. So there's no way that you can get it by yourself or by standing on a chair or mm -hmm. a piece of furniture or something like that. And so my wife and kids, like, literally run and go hide on the stairs. They're afraid of a hummingbird? It's Humming a hummingbird. Hummingbirds are like... Nature's like little, they're like they're like little lovers. Yeah, my my wife is is tough, but when it comes to like creepy crawly things they're, or birds what, or something like cute. that, I know what she what she freaks out about that sort of stuff. I mean, I get like bats, I get moths, I get weird ass beetles that fly. Yeah, but hummingbird like we put we put out hummingbird feeders I know. because they're so cute. Well, so this hummingbird is way up there, and I'm like, okay, I can't just tell him to like don't worry about it. You can't throw anything at it. Oh, I, I can't throw anything at you it because you got to like peacefully. You Extricate. gotta, you gotta be kind. Yeah. Well, do you? Um, so yeah, I got a shotgun. You do. Oh, oh no. <laughs> so I got. I went to go get the, the tall ladder, which was outside of the cabin. Uh -huh. And as I'm outside trying to pick this big ass ladder up by myself, which I don't know when the last time you did that is. Never. Wobbly as hell. Not easy to pick up a big mm -hmm. tall ladder. You're such a dude. <laughs> I'm out there trying to carry it inside, and all of a sudden I hear. Come back in here. It's falling down. So it had like come back down. I don't know if it had fallen or just like landed hurt. down below. And it probably ran into something. And I'm like, this is my opportunity. And so I'm wearing a hat. And so I take a hat off and I put it over top of the hummingbird. And I go to reach down and there's a little flannel that's there that we had brought up for my son. And I go to grab that so that way I can grab the hummingbird and try not to hurt it while I'm taking it outside. And my son starts freaking out because I'm going to use his shirt. So I'm like, awesome. So I have to go find another shirt to go grab this hummingbird. And I grab it. And, you know, the kids then come over. They're like, can I see it? And so I'm holding this hummingbird as gently as I can without too gently so that way it gets away again. And this hummingbird's kind of like in there and his like wings kind of like. <gasps> and so I'm like, oh, no, I don't know if I like, grabbed him too hard or what. But No, like, I mean, if he fell, he something happened. He probably got hurt. And so I, they're, they're like, let me see. And I'm like, okay, it's time to let him go. And so I brought him over to the edge of the deck to let him go and see what happened. And I opened my hand, and he fell to his death. No, I'm kidding. He actually flew off, and he was just fine. Oh. Actually really sweet. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, that's good. Yeah, that's a, that's a positive ending to that story. Yeah.
It could, it could have been much worse. Uh, yeah, I thought that you were going to tell me like a bobcat came out of nowhere and then I was like, because <laughs> you see those videos a lot, like where people like release their pet toad into the wild and all of a sudden an alligator comes and eats yeah. the frog they or throw the turtle. The fish and the eagle swoops like, down and gets yes. it. You know, that is a domesticated ass turtle or rabbit or yeah, man. like what are you like? He's been that's like putting us in the middle of the desert with nothing. I know somebody who has an alligator. They've got a you know domesticated alligator? Owns a domesticated alligator? I mean, you just went and visited family in Florida. It was not them. No? <laughs> I wonder who it could be. You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. All right, Dennis, what happened, brother? What uh, You got a bird story that's that's relevant? Yeah, so I work for a furniture store, mm-hmm. and the birds love our store. And when they get in, it's hard to chase them around the the showroom to try and get them out because there's just so much stuff and you can't break anything. You got to be careful. But the funny part was I was, I had the back, I was in the back warehouse. I had the back bay door open and I was eating cheeses and I walked back into the other room to get a bottle of water and I came back and there was a bird sitting in my bowl and as soon as I walked in it flew off with like a cheese in its mouth dude can you imagine how great that must have been for that bird he was like Scrooge McDuck in his money pit but if you're a bird you can land in a bowl of Cheez-Its yeah that's paradise that is paradise yeah (laughs) <laughs> Dennis, yeah, thanks for the call today, man. We appreciate you. No problem. Thank you. Rhonda is with us today. She also had a harrowing experience with an insect. What happened? Well, I don't know if any of you have ever spent the month of June in the Midwest, but every 17 years we have the cicadas, uh-huh. like Audrey mm-hmm. mentioned. Oh, my gosh. My husband and I got an RV, and we decided it would be a good idea to be camper hosts at one of the state parks. Yeah. Well, our first year of doing that happened to be the 17th year where the, the uh, cicadas came out and they were everywhere. Like you couldn't, we couldn't eat outside. We couldn't have a fire. We couldn't do anything. And it was a constant battle to keep them out of the, of the camper. And then I had the same experience as Christine where one got in my hair and I thought I was going to die. Milton joining us and you had some drama where a bird actually flew into your car. Uh, yeah, I've had them in my car and I've had a couple in my house. Um, I had a Mercedes with a sunroof and I got some breakfast, left the bag in the car, sunroof was open because it was summertime. When I got done with work, I went out to the car and I saw something move, got a little nervous. There was a bird flying around my car. It took me about five minutes to get him out, opening all the doors and trying to get him to get out of the damn car. That is wild. Like when a bird's in your car, that's very disruptive. Our friend Pam on Facebook, facebook.com slash Dave Mahoney said, our bird flew into my car while I was driving down the road. It was a beautiful day. The windows were down. The sunroof was open. And I almost ran into a brick wall. I got back to the office and sprayed myself down with Lysol while screaming, bird flew. Oh, no. <laughs> I mean. It, it is actually I, seen I, if, you, if birds are attracted to you as a sign of good luck. Oh, really? So if you are constantly having birds fly into your car, fly into your home, maybe go play at the lotto. Yeah, Milton, maybe you, uh, that, that cologne you were wearing was doing the trick that No, day. it was the Hardee's that he had for what? breakfast. That's what it was? <laughs> yeah. But, but the, wor- the worst one is they stand up on my chimney. When the wind blows, they get knocked down in it. They get stuck in the flue. Dude, you better and go so cork your flue. You've got to go cork your What's chimney. That? You have to go cork it. If you have a constant bird just tumbling into your chimney, you got to cork it. I didn't know well, that Audrey knew so much about chimneys. Twice in 20 years. Twice in 20 years. You're fine. You don't got to cork it. It's yeah. fine. Leave it uncorked. Leave it alone. Well, that means yeah, he was well, making it seem like it was happening every week. <laughs> <laughs> but but the, only way, the only way to get rid of them, because there's a step in the chimney, is I have to stoke a big-ass fire, even if it's in the middle of July, oh, and it basically turns oh. into a crematorium. Oh, hey, God. You made, you made your choice, bird. <laughs> exactly. in the wrong chimney, Milton. Thanks for the call today, man. Is that we how chicken wings it. are made? Oh. This is Dave and Mahoney. When your lifetime goal is to own a partial interest in a fireworks stand, it's the Redneck Report. Dog will hunt. On Dave and Mahoney. Mahoney, have you ever been in a fight with a friend? Not a sibling, obviously, for you, but with a, somebody that you were playing a video game with and it got a little bit too out of control? They're, my best friend and I and my oldest friend, we actually didn't talk for well over a year because of the game Mutant League Football on Sega Genesis. We got into a uh, fist fight over that. <laughs> Another friend and I got into a fight over Twisted Metal, and there was all sorts of fights over Mario Kart and Street Fighter 2. So this is a Mesa man who actually shot his brother over an Xbox argument. Shot. Shot him. 
So investigators say that uh, it happened just a couple days ago, but just before 8 p.m., a 30-year-old by the name of Lucas Eddins and his brother started fighting over the Xbox, and that's when Lucas decided he's going to grab a gun and shoot his brother in the foot. Ow. In the foot. I mean, yeah. at least it wasn't going for, like... Wasn't trying to kill him. Yeah. But still, like, in the foot. Like, there's a lot of little bones in there, that's man. A dick move. It really is. SWAT team had to show up and get him out of the shed that he was hiding in. See, if you were really going to be mean, you should have shot him in the hand. His Xbox playing hand. Mess, mess, mess up his Xbox skills. Uh-huh. Uh, not to be outdone, a, uh, a woman in Florida who looks like she is... Just having a day. I mean, look at this. Look at this gal right there. Like, she's what letting, is that, that photo you are showing me? You can't do that. That uh, mugshot. I is can't brutal. tell if she's sixty or thirty. Her face is scrunched. She looks like the chick from The Grudge. Or they just maced her. <laughs> That's bad. She, <laughs> like, she looked like she got shocked. Uh, kind of in between. Forty-four years old. Her okay. name is Dawn Marie, and uh, she had gotten into an argument with a gentleman. And I'm using that term rather loosely. Uh, they had been arguing about something, and that's when she decided that she was going to pull out a machete and threaten to cut off his dingling. Uh, she looks like the type. And she so this look- guy <laughs> ran and hid in a bush because, yeah, no kidding, a bush in a bush. Do you just stop or do you just keep running? I feel like I'm just going to keep going. What's so funny on I actually am thinking she looks like she just ate a pack of, like, warheads. <laughs> <laughs> she, <laughs> it is the world's worst mugshot. It really is. This is the Dave and Mahoney this Show. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Yay! Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call 833-YO-DUMMY. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. Yeah, um, I just wanted to say, don't listen to that bonehead earlier that said you guys talk too much. You guys are doing a hell of a job. Keep up the good work. Message deleted. Appreciate you saying that. The thing that we've learned, because we've been doing this for a long time, is that no matter how many people love you, there's going to be people that hate you and vice versa. When people hate you, that's a good thing. They probably care about the radio station. Um, but that's fine. Like, you take the good with the bad. The worst thing that could happen, you know, you and I, Dave, have worked at many radio stations. And the worst thing that could happen is if people just don't care one way or the other. Yeah. If there's just complete and utter apathy towards the station and the people. And uh, I'm just glad that people are passionate. And we're also... Don't take ourselves so seriously that we won't play the bad ones. There's plenty of shows out there that would never put something like that on the air because yep. they're like, what if it makes us look bad? No, we know. There's certain people that don't like us and probably for good reason. Yeah. I mean, it's all subjective. Yeah. I don't like certain things. You don't like certain things. I like certain things. That's the beauty of art. And this is art. That's no, right. it is. We're so artistic. <laughs> <laughs> put, a, put an F in front of it. That's what we this are is. fart. Please leave a message after the tone. Hey, I have a great story here about a bird. I had my windows down in my truck, and I had a bird fly. I don't know if it was a dove or a pigeon, but landed in my seat, my passenger seat, and was flapping around like crazy. Almost caused about a 15-car pileup, but luckily the bird flew out the window to his demise, I believe, but at least nobody got injured. But that's my story. Message I'm always deleted. amazed when birds like dive bomb your car when you're dr- going down the like the interstate. Yeah, like what at, are like, you doing, 75, man? 80 miles an hour. What like, are you doing? Why are you? Is it? Are they teenage birds that are just trying to get their kicks? Like, let's see how close we can get. Yeah, man, that's whenever life becomes a video game. Ten points. I'd hit a bird. You would. If, I'm not swerving. I'm I, so absolutely any, not swerving. If they're if you're in traffic, man, you can't swerve. You can't. No unfortunately, yeah. No, like squirrel. My wife got so sad. Because we were driving on some back roads because I got lost. Of course I did. And we <laughs> saw... GPS? How do you get lost in 2020? Well, Apple Maps I, is just not working. Dude, yeah. Really? I clicked on... It was like... I was trying to get to a Target and it took me to a, like a town like 20 miles away. Called Target. Called Target. Yeah. <laughs> but Target, we saw, Missouri. The Target. We saw an armadillo on the road. You hit it? No. He and been, he had, and he had been squashed. And he had been... He wasn't squashed, but you could tell he had like been hit and it was just like my wife's like I've never seen an armadillo in real life and the first one she sees is, is you know, dying is, in yeah. front of her oh man that's heavy I didn't know did they you, had armadillos did you put it out of its misery no oh, I come on, kept man. driving come on get a, get a shovel out of the trunk and uh, it was a rental car you had a um, RAV4 like, <laughs> like what am I doing you can run it over to RAV4 yeah. <laughs> please leave a message after the tone I disagree with the last guy more talk less rock you guys are hilarious you guys are killing it Keep it going. Message deleted. I love 
Words of affirmation. Me too. Keep them coming. 833-YO-DUMMY. Tell us we're good. Yay! It's the Dave and Mahoney Show. So, Audrey, just last night, suffered an incredible tragedy. I'm, I'm surprised you were able to make it into work today. It really upset me. It's a big deal. I'm it not is. even kidding. What okay, happened? you are being drama. If it had happened to you, it would have been a big deal. It is a big deal. I'm not being facetious. You I are. mean it. You're Dave, smirking. Dave, your tone is He is being condescending. I'm not being condescending. You tell people what happened, and then we'll I, see whether or not I'm being condescending. I don't know what happened, so, so what happened? So, last night, I... So, my boyfriend and I, we go through bouts of, like, clean eating, and we're on a clean eating thing, and we were making um, dinner last night, and I was making meatloaf, but it's like turkey meatloaf, okay? So I was using a glass container that I've Pyrex. used before. Yeah, of, of to, in order to cook it. Sure. I had pulled it out of the oven and I guess it cooled off too much and I had put like the topping of the meatloaf stuff, you know, whatever that red sauce is. Yeah. When you go put it Did back it in the oven, it exploded. Yeah. The glass exploded everywhere. There was more than just that in there uh, food-wise. It was like also, sweet potatoes were in there, a couple other things that we had been meal prepping for. And I was so upset because there that was the food. That was all of the food. And groceries are so expensive right now. Glass shards went everywhere. It was probably like $50 worth of food wasted. And this so isn't dinners, just like dinner for one night. This sounds like multiple, multiple nights. Multiple dinners. Dinners, yeah. And so I had to like look at it just in and trying to be like, oh, accidents happen. You know, as you do try and push forward, even though you're just so bummed because you've just been cooking for an hour and I, a half, two hours, because it takes kind of a long time to cook all of that. You're hungry. Nothing, yeah, you're hungry. You're starving. I, this would be, it was that, almost seven o'clock by this, this point. Would ruin, I, this would ruin my, my entire week. I was so mad. I was so mad. And I had to do the whole, and my boyfriend wasn't too pleased either because- it was last, like, I had just decided to put it back in there for an extra, like, five minutes. If I would not have done that, then this was not going to be an issue. And so he's starving and hangry as well. I'm starving and hangry. And that's just the worst, where now you have to f- figure out from the jump where you're going to get dinner from when you thought you were going to be eating in five minutes. But I didn't even know that, I mean, maybe it's stupid, and maybe this is a new thing for me to learn that others have known for forever, but I did not know that glass would have exploded like that. There is nothing sadder in this life than when you think you are about to enjoy something delicious and it is taken away from you. In five minutes, man. So this is a similar-ish situation where I thought I was going to eat and then it was just ripped from me. I was doing the thing with my driving eggs, you know, because in the morning I'll have my little driving eggs and try mm-hmm. to be efficient. So I'm eating my eggs while yeah. driving. And one morning somebody pulled in front of me and I had to jack, jack the brakes and it just went flying all over the dash. And I'm just sitting there like, I'm so sad right now. I know that there's more dinner dinner so ruined sad. stories, like a dog jumping up on. I mean, we've had a dog who's taken our whole uh, like a plate of steaks. Yeah. It's just, I was so angry, I, and I still am angry. And I did one of those like, well, I guess I'll find something else to eat. So I'm slamming cabinets. <laughs> I made like a ten minute bis- like tortellinis because they had tortellini in the, in the freezer, but meatballs in the freezer. Do you do that thing like my wife does when she's angry, where she's like loud making everything, slamming, just slamming everything, slamming? You're within your rights to do that, like yeah, that. You yeah. should. I would Hulk smash literally everything. I was. I think that I broke more glass actually, unintentionally. <laughs> Follow the Dave and Mahoney Show on social media at Dave and Mahoney. It goes to your home phone, cell phone, email, Facebook, Twitter, and home screen. All at the same time. They're everywhere. <laughs>